I'm excited to welcome back IWI as a sponsor of the Three Gun Show. Longtime listeners will remember IWI and the Three Gun Show's runs at Red October and Kalash Bash with their Galil Ace. Available in 545 x 39 762 x 39 and 5.56, the Galil Ace is an absolute dominator at AK matches. IWI has released a Gen 2 of the Ace with tons of upgrades featuring a free float M-Lock handguard, an updated trigger profile, shortened safety throw, and it now ships with a Magpul CTR stock with a little cheek riser in there so you can see through your scope. And now IWI has joined the AR-15 game as well. Their Zion 15 is available in both a 12.5 or 16-inch barrel with a 5.56 chamber, and it features a free float handguard in 11.5 or 15 inches, respectively. With a mid-length gas system and a 1.8 twist, the IWI checks all of the boxes at an incredibly low price. Whether you're looking for a bullpup, traditional rifle, or a pistol, IWI has several options to satisfy your needs. This episode of the Three Gun Show is sponsored by Isotune Sport. Isotune Sport makes advanced Bluetooth hearing protection for shooters. My hearing is very important to me for obvious reasons, and I absolutely love how quickly their tactical sound control reacts to cut out loud gunfire. One feature, though, that I never thought I would use on the range is Bluetooth technology, and I'm actually kind of loving it. Isotune Sport Ear Pro easily connects to my phone, and from there, I can listen to some Beastie Boys or Poison or even a podcast to get me in the zone while I'm setting up for practice or stirring a rifle, something like that. And if I'm caught by surprise by gunfire from the next bay over, I know that my hearing is safe. Lately, I've been rocking the wireless in-ear caliber model because they are lightweight, have a great uh, battery life, and won't get tangled in the buttstock of my long guns. You can check them out for yourself. I'll have a link in the show notes at 3gunshow.com. I'm pumped to be working with Isotune Sport, and I thank them for sponsoring the show. Welcome to the 3Gun Show. I'm your host, Dave Hartman. This short-form podcast is a departure from the weekly long-form interviews that we do here. This is meant to be a bite-sized send-off for the weekend where I answer your questions and talk about current events in the shooting space. If you get something useful from this show, pick up your phone right now and share it with a friend or on social media. As usual, show notes are at 3GunShow.com. While you're there, check out the Pro Shop for 3Gun Show apparel, coffee mugs, digital products, and a selection of scopes, red dots, and other shooting accessories. Thanks for tuning in. All right, here we go. Hey, Max, we got another question from our buddy Brian Duncan here, and that question is, favorite optic magnification range? 1 to 20. 1 to 20. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say the the 1 to 10, and uh, specifically on the uh, the Vortex uh, uh, Gen 3 Razor uh, 1 to 10. I'm such a huge fan of that optic. I think it's uh, fantastic. Uh, are we allowed to talk about that sniper match? We yep. have. We've yep. talked about that before. Yep. Okay. So, years, just checking. Years ago, uh, Amax and I shot a sniper match right after Texas 3-Gun, and we drove all to uh, all the way to uh, Tennessee, uh, K&M, and we uh, competed in a law enforcement military sniper match as the only two civilians in the match, which was really cool. Um, I had a 
JP308 uh, that was a loaner from uh, Vortex, and then it had a Razor 4.5 to 17 on it. Did I get that range right? 27. No, it was the short one. Oh, 3 to 18? 3 to 18. There we go. 3 to 18. So it was a Razor 3 to 18. And then uh, Amax had a PWS 308 because we were at least smart enough that we knew that we needed the same caliber as a, as a team. And uh, he had a P PWS 308, and it had the prototype uh, Razor Gen 3 1 to 10 on it. Yep. And Amax had uh, first round hits, I think, 1,200. Yeah. First round hits, 1,200. And I remember, like, just being pumped, you were like, yes! <laughs> he did, like, a post-shot celebration. And, uh, um, you know, we, we got to demo the uh, the optic, look through it, and uh, stuff like that. And I just thought, like, wow, this is absolutely incredible that uh, it's a 1 power and a 10 power. And then when you start thinking about it, I could go on, like, almost every rifle you have. Yeah. Well, right? at, like, at that match specifically, like... We were getting so much shit for showing up with that scope at that match with that crowd. Um, so to like to one shot the longest shot of the match, yeah. just like all of them, was like you know, it was just it was just gratifying. You know, I don't think we were getting shit. It, it was just a lot of eye rolling. Yeah, it was a lot. Of, uh, it was like, uh, a, oh, you should have should have brought something better. Yeah, something bigger. But yeah, so that was pretty cool, and and. But really, like, again, think about it. Like, you can use that on almost every rifle you have. Like, what was your granddad's hunting rifle? It's 3 to 9 power, right? Yep. So that falls within the 1 to 10. What's the uh, the most common up until recently 3-gun uh, um, power out there? 1 to 6. Mm -hmm. um, 10 powers is quite a bit. Yeah. Now, now, once you get into that 1100, you're going to want to shoot bigger, bigger targets, granted. And then beyond that, if you're shooting like a precision rifle or whatever, obviously you need something bigger. I understand, but for most practical things that you would use as a civilian in uh, in everyday uh, rifle using situations, from hunting to self defense, etc., even three gun uh, and competitions, carbine matches, one to ten fits the bill. So that's my answer. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty similar. Well, you already gave your answer. Huh? Oh, that's right. Coming, coming year, year <laughs> 2050. <laughs> um, I, I tend to fall in the same, but for a bit of a different reason. Like if you're to, if you're to say like outside of a specific product, like the question is, what's your favorite scope? Uh, yeah, it's one to 10. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your favorite magnification range? It's kind of a hard question. Yeah. So, so favorite, just, favorite magnification Cause like, what's range? the context, right? Like, yeah. is it PRS? Is it, is it, NRL hunter is it hunting? I just assume that since we saw I, Brian yesterday at a three gun match, that that's the context. Yeah, I'm assuming that in context as well. Um, if we are gonna go to other contexts, the answer might be different. Like for three gun, realistically, uh, best range maybe one to six. Honestly, uh, I prefer. I say this a lot. I prefer the one to ten in every way, but I prefer it because it's a first focal plane scope yeah. in our lineup. Mm -hmm. uh, I rarely use the one to ten over three or four power. Very rarely. Well, even now, on the really long range stages. Now that I'm forty two, 
Yeah, I my long distance eyesight has degraded. I can tell because yep. I, I used to be able to like that exit sign up there. I used to be able to read that. I can't read that either. I'm 35, so I know, but I used to be able to. <laughs> is what I'm saying. Like so, so that was an advantage for me, and now I need a mechanical advantage, which would be the uh, the razor. Yep. So I, I also would agree. Like rarely do I use it on one, on 10, but I do use eight quite a bit. Yeah. So I also like that I can just grab the scope and give me some magnification that makes me happy, and mm-hmm. it's the same point of aim, point of impact, because yeah. of first first focal plane. Yes. Yep, that's what I prefer. And so given the choice between a power range and uh, uh, focal plane, I choose focal plane. Um, what you're giving up in the magnification is field of view. So when I say that I rarely yeah. use it over a four power, it's not because I'm trying to be a badass. It's because I want field of view. I'm selecting a power that makes it easier for me to find the other target. I can either see the other target in my field of view so I don't have to come out of the scope or I don't have to move very far before it's in my field of view right. and I can track on it easier. That's why I'm doing it. So I'm picking some some compromise between field of view and seeing the line on the reticle that I need to see. Uh, 10 power is very handy for sighting in, for getting a very precise yes. zero. Yes. So in a world where like this scope is married to this gun forever, like... And so we have to think of the whole utility behind it. 10 power is very handy for uh, zeroing, but I rarely use 10 power in a match. Um, right. And then the other cool thing about if you have a scope like a 10, but you're not really using it on 10, that optical system isn't maxed out all the way. So you have some forgiveness in the eye box. One of the things like people say when they're trying to do apples to apples on on various scopes and they compare our one to 10 to one of our other one to sixes or somebody else's one to six, one to eight, iBox is not forgiving. Well, they're probably looking at it max magnification for max magnification. Yep. Well, uh, the scope is most sensitive at that area and a 10 is going to be more sensitive than an eight maxed out. But if you put that 10 on six and then compare them, you're going to get some more forgiveness in the eye box. You're also going to get some more light transmission through there. Yep. Um, so uh, you having more scope than you need so you can work in the median is some of the thought around uh, using a 10 power scope. So if you're just conceptually asking me, like, what power ranges are you really using? Yeah, probably 1 to 6, 1 to 4. Um, as far as, like, commercially available products, that's why I choose a 1 to 10. Yeah, uh, what you said there about, like, not using the full range of the scope, uh, Ruben actually taught me that years ago when uh, we went shooting at the Vortex farm with uh, the um, Vortex uh, Viper PST 5 to 20. Holy crap. Sorry, we almost saw an accident. Um, and that was my reaction. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, the 5 the to 20. Also, holy 5 crap. to 25. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the Vortex Viper uh, PSD Gen 2 5 to 25. Yep. Was uh, was what it had. It was on a Tika a T3. I think it was a T3X. It was the one with the chassis. Yep. yep. They used a ton of those. Yeah. And that T3 was like, it was the first time I'd ever seen one. They had just come out. Yep. And it was 6.5 Creedmoor. That thing was amazing. So um, Rube was. Um, teaching me to shoot long range to, to trust the dope and stuff like that so i needed some help and he offered to help and so we shot from oh that was when we did the 147 yard zero 
<laughs> so, so we parked the truck and we. Are you going to link that episode? Yeah, right. go go check out the the episode that Rube Max and I did for the 147 yard zero. It, it was it was the, around April first. It was the perfect zero released it on April first, so it was uh, obviously an April Fool's joke. It was just a good time, but um, we we literally did uh, zero the gun at 147 yards because that was the first steal that was out there, and then um, with um, known velocity out of that particular gun with that particular load, and then changing the zero, we were getting first round hits at a thousand yards, um, but. I, I, I learned that zooming in too tight on a target when it was in the shade, I was missing half the half of what was out there to uh, to look at because I had it on 25. Because I figured, like, oh, we're shooting 1,000 yards. Yep. I need to uh, zoom all the way in. Twist to the stop. Yep. Twist till it breaks. So Ruben told me, you know, back it off to say, like, um, where you can still see the target, but and you're not straining, but um, you're not – zoomed in on it so that for me at the time was 10 power and it was like a full-size zipsic so shot it on 10 power dang perfect so that that was an eye-opener for me because um as a three gunner shooting second focal plane it's always like i used the scope as a switch one power or six power one power or six power yep and that, I had a same, ex- a similar experience. Like when um, when they were initially talking about the the Gen three six to thirty six coming out, like mm-hmm. the PRS guys around the office, were like six to thirty six, bro, <laughs> six to thirty six. And I was like, I don't. Can you explain it to me? Because I don't get it. I did the hardest shot in your sport with a one to ten. <laughs> so why 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 would somebody buy that? And they're like, oh no no, you don't understand. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, so what powers are you using? And that's kind of what they said is, like, vast majority of the shots, they're in the, like, the teens. Um, but it's the other characteristics of the scope yeah. that make it that way, um, that gives it the characteristics they want when they're using it in that magnification range. So having the max magnification has its uses, but it's very limited uses. They want more the meat of uh, the power band. I can't help it. I'm just got motors on the brain these days. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it kind of in the power band of, of that scope. Is more in the middle, uh, not necessarily at the stops. So, all right, there you go. Want me to answer your question, or maybe this podcast left you with more questions than you started with? Go ahead, email me Dave at threegunshow.com, and you might be featured in a future episode. The Three Gun Show is proud to be a part of the Firearms Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Three Gun Show. We'll see you on the range. <laughs> <laughs>